0: everybody out there in comic book land. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. And if you're listening to this, you can only be here for one reason. And that is the Major Issues Podcast brought to you by Comic Book Click. And as you know, I am never alone, sir. Please introduce yourself.
1: I am your Claudus Maximus.
0: Claudus Maximus returns to, to Major Issues headquarters. And it's been quite some time. And you are here in rare form because I believe this is the first time you've been in studio with your brand new haircuts for those who don't know you used to have luscious locks and now a haircut it's a new 52 it's a new 52 it's a new do Uh, but I'm going to move on from that cut to a different kind of cut a cut that seems to be taking the world by storm and that's the Snyder cut the Snyder cut have you heard of this?
1: It's, it's back. We back on it. We back on the Snyder cut.
0: Yes, it seems that there have been fans clamoring and knocking down the doors of AT&T, which just uh, absorbed Warner Brothers. Everyone is demanding that they release Justice League the Zack Snyder cut. Zack Snyder, the original director of Justice League, supposedly had his entire movie completely made. That's the rumor that it was in the editing phase. Some people say that it was in early stages of uh, special effects. But the thing is, people were saying that they uh, want to see what that whole vision was because mm-hmm. they weren't too happy with the vision that ended up being, which was ended up being a mash of Zack Snyder and uh, Josh Whedon, who was brought in to direct to fix what they thought was a two uh, of a dark and bleak movie, which was the Zack Snyder cut. And that cut is supposedly over three hours. Yeah. Yeah. But some conspiracy theorists even believe that Warner Brothers might be announcing that maybe they will be bringing it out at Comic Con. Hmm.
1: I don't I'd, know. This see seems
0: it. pretty dodgy. But.
1: See it. There's a whole lot of stuff that's in there that we
0: missed, supposedly. so Including the Dark Side. So. But the thing is, the whole reason why people are uh, begging for this cut is because. Justice League was a movie 80 years in the making, introducing the Justice League for the very first time in film. And it was based on a series of comic books, a series of issues of comic books. uh, Justice League, Volume 1 of the New 52, Issues 1 through 6, which also introduced the whole team to a new group of readers. Because the New 52 Initiative basically started a lot of titles from scratch. Uh, some people got their entire histories erased. Others, like Batman and Green Lantern, got to keep a lot of what they do. Batman's history is so big that they basically uh, keep all that stuff. And you know that's all because of Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. And because so- it's Batman. Yeah, so Flashpoint happens, uh, and some middling, supposedly, by Dr. Manhattan. And now we have a brand new Justice League, uh, new character designs, new um, little tweakings of the origin. You know, uh, a lot of these titles started, well, all of the titles started back in number one. So this was a reintroduction of the team. Um, it was written by Jeff Johns and uh, drawn by Jim Lee with Scott Williams as an anchor. And how did you think about this introduction to the Justice League before we uh, dive into it? Um, I loved it.
1: Loved it very much. Um, I seen the um, the animated movie for it and it's just like sp- like word for word almost you know almost the same but um it but it makes me like like the comic even more um even more so cuz I get panels in here that you don't see in cuz obviously the comic came out first
0: yeah uh it was adapted in Justice League War that's mm-hmm. the animated film that you're talking about um but i think it was i think it's a good introduction but it's funny because they have to rush this, right? They have to rush introductions for everybody. And um, some characters come off better than others. They try to give you the gist. Exactly. But it's also interesting as to what they think you, the gist of every character is, right? Because the gist of every character is different to everybody. But uh, it's crazy to uh, look and see which parts they wanted to keep or show, um, show off. Because some of these characters act in ways that they've never acted. And... Maybe this was a, a set in uh to bring a new set of attitudes uh to the new Fifty Two because I I felt like it was a little bit more edgy.
1: I thought so too. Um, I like I like the um their suits and stuff like that too. So, um, especially these, um, my favorite honestly is um Superman's little collar. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, well, we got to bring it up. No, yes, so this is this real cool. I really like that. This and also the Superman title establishes Superman without the red trunks, uh, for the first time. This comes mm-hmm. out in two thousand and eleven. Uh, along with the other f- new Fifty Two ch- titles, and yeah, we, that's a brand new outfit for Superman. He's got the trunks back though. So you a trunks guy or no trunks guy?
1: Um, I don't know. It, it, it depends. Uh, uh, Henry Cavill don't have the uh, trunks. Henry, yeah, I was just about to say that Henry yeah. Cavill doesn't have the trunks, so I'm I'm alright. I'm alright. No trunks. I think I'm a no trunks guy. You know. And we mentioned that the
0: movie was based off of the book. I mean,
1: classics are fine, you know, but um,
0: I'm alright. We we meant the movie was loosely based off the book. The first uh, difference right off the back: Superman's not dead in the book. Mm -hmm. How did you feel about them? um, That kind of difference, where Superman is around meeting everybody for the first time and getting into
1: fights with um, Batman and Green Lantern. Yeah, (laughs) I mean you don't know who they are. Um, and but the only the only person that seems to know who everybody is is Batman. Yeah, Batman. And he's telling everybody. I mean, he knew who Aquaman was when he showed up. Yeah, well, that- obviously, you don't know who Aquaman is once he shows up. Anyway, he's going to pop up the water. So
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's another <laughs> thing. Um, Batman knew a lot about a lot of these members. And speaking of members, the newest member of this team, of this lineup of the Justice League, Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg. Cyborg gets a lot in this story. Um, and there's almost a silhouette of how much he would have gotten in, this, in the Justice League film that came out last year. Am I the only one seeing that? Do you see like where there could have been more cyborg? Yeah, or the same, no, the same I definitely, story.
1: Definitely see that. Um, and and there, you, you see the well, I guess that's what the Snyder cut comes in. You see the, the him walking in his jacket and trailer and his, his varsity jacket, yeah. varsity jacket for his football team in the trailer, but you don't get it in the movie. Right. So kind of makes you, kind of makes me miss him <laughs> a little bit more.
0: I also think I heard that um, the movie says that it was a car crash. And they just use mother bo- mother, box, mother technology, box technology. Where in here it was an explosion, but um, cyborg, former Teen Titan, joined the Justice League, uh, in place of Martian Manhunter. I like Johns.
1: Yeah, I like Johns too.
0: But um, the same way that Johns was the yeah, telepathic. In, in, in
1: this one, he gets he he the accident happens to him, and um, he's in the Justice League right off the bat.
0: Yeah, he's in the Super Seven. As they call themselves. Barry. <laughs> but uh, let's jump right in and we're going to skim through. This is a pretty, I think, enjoyable comic. And there's not really much um, in the way of dialogue or in the way of um, just heavy exposition. I think you know these characters. You see these characters. And they just basically show what these characters do. And,
1: but the team up is real. I like the team up.
0: Yeah. And they're... What they were saying when they were talking about developing this um, series, this origin book, was that um, a lot of people think of the Justice League as happy-go-lucky and very cheering. And while it's fine for them to get there, why not play with them before they get there, right? Why not show what it is to rub uh, people's... Um, show them when they rub each other the wrong way, uh, when they rub shoulders. And speaking of rubbing shoulders... um. There's even little hints to the eventual relationship between Superman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, I saw that little. You're strong. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Superman, um, whose history ends up being, that's why he has this new suit. His history ends up being altered, and he's not with Lois Lane. This is the continuity that recognizes those two as a couple. And you want to talk about power couples. You got Hal back, you know, out of all the Green yeah. Lanterns. Barry's back instead of Wally. Um, this was the team that they wanted to establish, and Jeff Johns, being the writer of this team, he worked personally on bringing Hal and Barry back from the various weird mystical places that they went to mm-hmm. in DC, um, and bringing them to the forefront. But they choose to start off with Batman, and that's kind of where the mm-hmm. that's kind of where the movie starts off. Yeah. Um and,
1: Demon on the roof.
0: But in this one, he's public enemy number one. Already. This is five years before. um, Did you understand what they said when they said it was five years ago? Basically, um, because I thought about it for a second. I was like, five years of 2011? Like, what do they mean five years? (laughs) And it's five years uh, from when Barry went forward uh, in time from Flashpoint and gave uh, Bruce the letter.
1: Oh. So So five years after the Flashpoint. Yeah.
0: Fist, yes. Fist in the fixed slash tweaked uh universe. I guess right at the flashpoint this is when all mm. this uh when all this occurs. So, um yeah, you have him basically chasing after some hooded figure. Like in the well you end up finding that out in the film. But I think right off the bat they're showing you that he's doing all these kind of flips, he has all these gadgets. Um, you know who Batman is, you just mm. wanna see him use all his uh his stuff and he's trying to interrogate this thing before it blows up and uh then you get a cool shot of a fire truck construct that smashes right through the parademon uh and boom you get the green lantern, green lantern coming through you get how jordan how uh, jordan <laughs> is in rare form in this book yeah he, i would say so uh Jeff Johns being a big fan of the Green Lantern, being a big fan of Hal Jordan, made sure that Hal Jordan had a voice
1: here. Boy, did he! <laughs> and
0: um, I mean, it causes for a lot of interesting dialogue between heroes, I, I think. But it starts off the map because I mean,
1: he wanted. To, he wants to be the. I guess he tried. He's trying to be the cool guy. Yeah, you know. I mean, Green Lantern's is cool. He's cool. I like Green Lantern. I always thought Green Lantern was cool, anyway. Why I mean, first of all, if you're a lantern, I think you're gonna be cool regardless.
0: <laughs> and it, and it's crazy because you know we did all we did the um which is worse mystical rings available. man come on <laughs> we did the Witch's is episode uh with uh, Green Lantern and X Men Origins Wolverine available wherever podcasts are found uh just look at major issues um so we talked about the merit that the Green Lantern movie had but do you think that they were so scared of putting the Green Lantern back in another movie that they couldn't do it for the Justice League? There just wasn't enough time? What do you think it was?
1: I think a, I think that's sprinkled. I mean, but because if you're going to do a second round with Green Lantern, it's going to be somebody new. Yeah. I guess it's got to be right. They don't want to strike out twice with it. Right. So I guess it's something they want to be careful with, yeah. at least. Yeah. You know?
0: Because this origin has been split between three different ways, between uh, this, the comic book version... Um, the animated version and the live-action version, the animated version switches out Aquaman for Shazam, and um, the live-action version just takes out Green Lantern entirely. And I think that Green Lantern is so vital to the beginning of the <laughs> the story that it, it's, it's weird of a choice for them to not put him in. Um, but he's here, and he starts with the first joke, we get almost like Marvel-esque, right? Where <laughs> it starts off. I mean, not like Marvel invented jokes, but um, he starts off with Batman. You're real. And Batman already off the jump is like, yo, turn your thing off. And uh, yeah, stop making it hot. And, and how uh, starts to show off. And he's able to basically have a whole construct of a SWAT team. Block all the bullets from this, uh, the GCPD who's trying to gun down Batman because he thinks Batman's with the parademon. Everyone thinks that all these superheroes are with these other demon yeah. things. How do you feel about this open wide superhero prejudice that's going
1: on? <laughs> I mean, I guess if it ain't normal, it's got to be their fault. <laughs>
0: I mean, is it me? Uh, several times in this comic, aren't they like it, they're super kill them or something like that? I know. Anybody
1: when... anybody that's got superpowers or that's not basically human. You can't you know, trust you can't, it. You can't trust them or you got to shoot. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, Batman says basically the world, the world's afraid of us. Um, that's why they're shooting at us and Green Lantern is like, you guys say that like it's necessary. I mean, you say it like it's a good thing he's like, it's necessary because you got to get over the whole fear, Dark night thing. Um, but this paradigm is basically going crazy and they're going through to, to chase it and they go through the sewer. And then going through the sewer, we get that awesome interaction where Green Lantern is basically interrogating Batman, trying who to find guy, out. Who got how? Yeah, he's basically trying to find out what Batman has to offer. He's like, uh, you know, do you, can you fly? Do you have super strength?
1: No powers, bro.
0: No powers. And says, like, are, are you kidding me? You're coming out of here basically out the gate. With no superpowers, you don't really do anything. Are you freaking kidding me? And boom, Batman pulls the Green Lantern ring right off his finger. Uh, How do you feel about Batman showing up, Hal Jordan, in this instance? Oh, uh, first of all,
1: um, I wouldn't have my wallet around Batman. Pickpocket yeah, right? pick Batman. How do you take? Uh, first of all, uh, uh, he's got, he's first got, he's, of all, I'm gonna trained, get this up in, because he's Batman. He's strange. He's so his ass. um. Oh man, how how very sneaky do you have to be to take off the ring of Greenland? What are you talking to? Him?
0: Um, <laughs> he must he must have been. Or just
1: took it off real quick.
0: It's a good question. He must have been curious about it, right? Because at one point he says that he read about. I mean, that, yeah, he heard about um like his conflicts with the Air Force. You should have
1: just put it on, get it over so, with, if you don't take it.
0: So I can see a, I can see a situation where he, uh, Bruce Wayne hears about. This guy, this weird Green Lantern guy, who's beefing with the Air Force, um, and then just like studies where. Oh, I think it's coming from that ring. And then mm-hmm. this, he sees him because he doesn't say like, "Oh, like, um, who are you?" or any of that stuff. He just how does all the talking and how is able to tell him everything about like I'm from this sector and there's a bunch of sectors and our Earth. The and, ring that and yeah, the ring. This the guardians like of so, the ring. So for the first time coming in. You, if you don't know anything about these characters, they're, yeah, they're pretty much laying these, it out. They're setting it up, um, but yeah, off the bat, Green Lantern's coming out, coming off as of this real brash and cocky. You know, he's even like right when this happens and he gets the ring back, he looks like he wants to start a fight, <laughs> and he looks like he's Nobody about to
1: takes off my ring.
0: Yeah, they look like they're about to go at it before they see a Parademon
1: sneak like self
0: destruct the parademon, uh, suicide Plan. bomber um there's a mother box and it explodes and this is an introduction to mother boxes now, your first introduction to mother boxes would that be the movie the film?
1: uh not really I've seen, seen, seen them around in in the animated movies the comics a little bit okay. so i'm i was going i went in familiar to it yeah, so it was cool
0: yeah there's these there are these weird ping 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 yeah ping, there are these ping. weird uh they're these weird devices, I, it turns out, right, that they were they um, Jack Kirby, who uh, man created so much, he created what was called like the fourth world, and that's where you get Dark Side and High Father, uh, New Genesis and Orion, and all those, th- those, those things, and the mother box technology that's futuristic and can do everything. Um, and then I think something happened where like maybe the issues got canceled and they just merged. All this stuff over, they brought these dimensions of apocalypse and uh, these weapons. Apocalypse and New Genesis, over a New Genesis basically being a heavenly place, you know, and apocalypse, apocalypse constantly burning. Yeah, constantly burning, and uh, you're not allowed to feel happiness. I think they say at one point in the in the comic, they're like um, <laughs> pleasure. Like, you, know, you better not be feeling pleasure; that's forbidden.
1: Oh, so I gotta move,
0: <laughs> but um, guess I'll just move now. <laughs> These these um parademons are exploding and we saw them explode in the film. They explode here and they're staying for dark side and Green is like uh you know, that's not you know, it sounds like a death cry, but is that supposed to be like a band or something? <laughs> and I thought that was pretty funny because Darkseid does sound kinda cliche, but just as much as Apocalypse and then you got Apocalypse and X Men and all those other kind of villain names, but um I thought it was pretty funny. You Get this mother box technology and off the bat, Batman's like it looks alien. It might have to do with that alien in Metropolis. So you're already like, oh no, Superman? um, and Kryptonian. yeah, he is not with hanging out with Superman. He's like he's dangerous. Um, and in the new Superman story, he was kind of reckless. Like he was kind of like, I'm doing what I do. Stay off my back. It was just like this new. No pun intended, like New Fifty Two, a new introduction to the character where he was a lot more rough around the edges. Oh, okay, because a lot of people were, I guess, uh, saying too good in two of,
1: shoes. I guess. Mm, okay. So, um, he's too good. Um, but that's cool though, cause that then that explains the kind of fight, the their fight, their little melee between Green Lantern and Batman.
0: Yeah, because now and And think about it they they said that the new fifty two was if they could start from the beginning how how would they so if you are you know one of these- one of these heads you know Jeff Johns and Jim lee basically run d c at this point with dan didio um you you get to make the introductions of these characters, so you get to do the first Superman line in justice league of this brand new continuity you get to introduce superman um and so they already get us tempted by even mentioning him and that he's in metropolis and uh that he's an alien that people are aware of it and all this kind of stuff but um you even get that little quick thing about vic uh stone aka cyborg a little bit of origin where you he you see him playing football and his dad's not around um did you know about this Part of Vic's origin,
1: uh, I knew he was a football player. I didn't know, I didn't know daddy was and you know. So, um, but I knew his dad was a scientist, so I figured should just, I could should just connect the dots. <laughs>
0: Do you think that in any way adds to the story? Because we don't get any of that in the film.
1: Well, for Victor, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because as his father, so yeah, yeah. I, they I, already
0: kind of had a strife. And the issue before, all the, <laughs> all the madness, right? Mm-hmm. And then on top of the madness that becomes cyborg, you also have those issues there. But yeah, um, his dad kind of has a point, point. we'll get to what his dad's argument for because his dad has a quote-unquote valid argument for not showing up for any of this stuff. But we'll get to that. Um, but he got he got scouts and stuff trying to call him, and he can't do anything without his pops. Uh, he sees the Green Lantern. Our construct in the sky. And um, Howl again, the entire time, like you were talking about, right? Green Lantern. Green got, got it. this. Uh, Earth to Batman. All this other kind of stuff. My ring can do everything. Uh, uh, here's the plan. Green Lantern goes there and restrains Superman for questions. Batman waits here. And, all just right. It's like, like a cartoon, right? All uh, right. He smiles. And boom, Superman comes. Oh, swinging. Knocks out how basically. Uh, Batman gets a little bit knocked down, and uh, Superman's there. I don't handle easy, so what can you do? Just and knocking boom. him around. Introduction of New 52, Superman. Boyish hair, all afloat. Um, You said you like the collar? I like the collar. I kind of dig the collar. Collar's not bad. Um, Yeah, but the, everyone's younger. Everyone, yeah, every everyone's younger. I like that. Um, because they were starting from scratch. So this is, he seems kind of like younger and ready to yeah. get high, more high headed, like maybe more, a little bit more immature, a little bit more uh, new to the game. But Superman is here. And so now we already have, in one, in one I- issue, you already have Green Lantern, uh, Batman, and Superman. How did you like Green Lantern and Batman's kind of banter? uh here
1: oh i i liked it cuz I, I um eventually i knew um either green lantern was going to get his or somebody was going to get the one up on on lantern anyway um that i was hoping would be batman and so i kind of popped when i seen him take off the ring <laughs>
0: and i guess the cockiness of green lantern lets batman be quiet and look cooler yeah. with his skills right because he's not saying i have this i have that i can do this i can do that he's just doing it whereas how for a while in this book is talking and and really failing yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of times. Um, showing you that his power has to rely in his will, uh, where he gets his power. Um from Will Will Power, right? Remember? I mean he's getting smacked around by Superman. <laughs> oh my gosh. When doing they get into like the pinball thing. That's hilarious. This is a but,
1: and the chains too kinda of laughed at that.
0: But Superman's already ready. And he has to have if Batman's seen or knows of the Green Lantern. You gotta think Superman does, right? Mm-hmm. Or Clark. But he's already ready to fight. He also thinks that um they're with these parademons demons because they have a mother box. Um, but I don't understand why. Like, maybe not. I don't understand. I I get what the point is. The point is to um have confusion and mm. to you know have conflict but I don't think the older Superman would have just been ready to throw hands
1: yeah I think he just stopped to ask questions at least because uh, they don't even look I mean at least Batman and and Hal don't even look anything close to parademonish you know what I mean and
0: and is it one of those things where he knows like the the force of which I flew would not crack the ribs (laughs) you know like if it is then maybe but it, it was just a little weird but um, we were talking about the shorthand, right? And all you really have to know about Superman is that he's ready, he's strong, he's here, mm-hmm. right now. you know, um, and his eyes are still his eyes are red in, in that shot. Um, you ha- you know that Batman is resourceful. Uh, he seems to be clever. He's athletic. Um, he's public enemy number one. Like people know about him, but uh, but he doesn't have powers. So it makes you think, well, how could this guy be such a myth? He doesn't have powers. Um, he never met, but he researched Superman, and he knows stuff about Green Lantern so far. And um, you got uh, basically all of Green Lantern. I think he had the most backstory in this, because you find out a little bit more about Batman later on when he lays out who Bruce Wayne is. Yeah, who,
1: who Bruce Wayne but you got, a of, tonight, but you got a lot of, But you get a lot of Green ass. Lantern
0: in this, so you would mostly say that issue one was about Green Lantern. But I love that issue two uh, basically begins with Barry Allen and this is a very different Barry Allen than the movie Barry Allen. In this one, he's already a forensic scientist and uh, working for the, you know, um, CCPD and working in the crime lab and director Singh, you know, just like the show, just like um, his continuity always has with uh, Barry Allen, working for director Singh, and his whole thing is that his mother was killed and they could never find a killer, so his dad was put into prison. So... W- he has an obsession with yeah case. with cases that are unsolved, which are called code cases, and he needs to solve them all. And uh, they want to solve who the Flash is. That's that's what they that's <laughs> what a number one is. Is that a thing where you frame somebody? You're like, oh, I caught him. It was this guy. <laughs> uh, just to get everybody off your back. But yeah, he seems to be in two places at once. Um, they allude to him being the Flash, but he doesn't put on the. Gold and red just yet. Scarlet's Speedster. Um Superman explains that Batman, you know, through dialogue explains that Batman has thrown everything he can at him. <laughs> you know, there's a sonic grenade, uh, he's like used uh, all kinds of different bullets, the gas, and you know, and gas. And that's why that's what bugs me out about this, is like. Batman knows a Superman, Batman knows Superman is dangerous, right, and that Superman's an alien. If they're basing any of their mo- movies off of this, this Batman doesn't seem to have kryptonite on him. Right? you know yeah. so it's not about that, right? Like he knows he's dangerous, but he hasn't studied him like like that It eventually gets to this point, and I wouldn't be surprised if it gets if it's because of this fight where he's like. Nah, next time, next <laughs> time he wants to put his hands on me like this, I need to be prepared. But um, he Superman's flipping out because he's like that guy, you know, uh, that thing attacked me and it blew up and it took almost took out a building with him. Who are you? And the Green Lantern's trying to use his construct uh to help out and chain up Should Superman, be- and you get that cool, you know, Superman unchained, popping yeah. the chains. And the constructs are always so well-drawn. Like, they're so clear and vibrant enough that you know that they're light constructs. Um, but no matter what how seems to do, especially in the early parts of the story, it doesn't work. You know, he builds shields, and you see them breaking, and everything is shattering, and um, he builds a ball for him and Superman to be in, and they're just knocking this ball around. Um, a Superman is... I mean, he builds a ball for him Batman to be in, and then just knocking the ball around. Um... And in the meantime, because his cell phone is linked to his ring, he decides to Call Barry Allen. Call Barry Allen. <laughs> and he calls Barry and they're doing like the whole like a sitcom would, right? Like where they're having a conversation in his dire moment. Like, Dude, of shut up. Danger. Get over here. Yeah. And he's like, I'm with Batman. Batman's real. And everyone's bugging out that Batman's real. You were Superman, Superman, are you crazy? Uh and he bugs out and basically it gets to the point. And this is how Superman Batman has no powers. How has this ring, um, and it's the only thing stopping them from Superman seemingly crushing them. And again, Superman is not asking questions; he's crushing through these these constructs um, because this is a fight at this point, point. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Superman is ready to eliminate the enemy. So, in this dire moment of need, Green Lantern basically says, "You know, this guy is going to kill us," and instantly Flash shows up. How'd you like that Flash introduction? That was
1: So slow that down, Superman. Catch some soups.
0: That's one of the things I could say uh, instantly that I noticed about the Flash character. They they just cool, you know. I in the first panel or first series of panels, he's just a good guy. Wants to solve these cases. Wants to make sure that the right people, you know. uh,
1: But when he suits up,
0: yeah, and same thing. And then when he suits up, he's right there. Yeah, he was a little bit annoyed because they said that in a previous engagement they fought Grodd. And they destroyed the Natural so, History Museum or something.
1: So, Hal's been a pain in the butt for a
0: little while. Right. And they gave, the, <laughs> they gave those two a little backstory because you can't have everybody introduce themselves to that. everybody. It right, takes, right, right. takes a very long right. time. But instantly, just like in the film, you get a little bit of back and forth with Flash and Superman in a Who's Quicker Than Who, where Superman is trying to attack uh, Flash. And Flash is like, uh, you know, don't bother, though. You can't catch me. I've never been touched. And then Superman flicks. Him, <laughs> and sends him flying. Did you feel that uh that was embarrassing at all? Or? A little bit.
1: A little, bit. A little bit. It was a flick, bro. You didn't even punch him. I mean, he if you would have punched, him, he probably would have killed him.
0: But yeah. <laughs> um, but again, we're establishing characters, right? So yeah, and even this, it wasn't. I read it again. I originally thought it was kind of like a cocky, like oh, you can't catch me. But it was. I think it was more like a just trying to instruct. Like, I'll let him know. Hey, by the I way, do, just, just calm duper, it down. Yeah.
1: You're super fast. You, can't, you won't catch me,
0: bro. Yeah. But, um, the, he, they were able to convince Superman, like, nah, we're not working with those things. As you can see, we can talk. And we're humans, and we've been trying to talk to you for a very long time as you've been trying to kill us. Um, in the meantime, Flash decides to clean up because he's, again, good guy, Flash, right? He no one asks him to clean up. Nope. He just says, guess I clean up. Yeah, yeah, I guess I clean up. So he cleans up some of the rubble because there's a whole, been a whole bunch of property damage just because of this simple misunderstanding this uh, apartment buildings that are down and, and and you know nurseries have been blown up all because they didn't want to have a conversation about what was going on but uh, they Batman's just bugging out because no one knows about this mother box technology but now they have like two of these things and they <laughs> seem to be popping up all over the place Star Labs has one um, and He's like, I don't want them to be anymore. And Mother Boxes did, uh, had a lot to do with Cyborg's origin in the story. And it has a lot to do with Cyborg's origin in the movie. Um, I think it's kind of cool that it's this sort of alien technology that takes over him. Initially, uh, Cyborg, if I'm not mistaken, his parents were like these weird scientists. And he's like experiment on everybody and him and weird dimensions and stuff. And some demon comes, kills the mother and harms him. To near death, and the father basically makes him half robot, half you know, half machine, half man. In this, this is actual futuristic technology. So I guess that will then allow the character to constantly evolve, right? Mm. The more ideas you can think of, the more yeah. you could just say the alien technology. And along can with do. the mother box, yeah. Whereas if dad just built you from what the technology was at the time, <laughs> how do you I mean, have you seen some of those old uh Cyborg drawings where he just has like a tank top yeah, yeah, yeah. Kinda, and metal terrible, like weird metal uh yeah um but he definitely has a new uh a new a cool new fifty two design and I actually thought he looked pretty cool in the movie you yeah, know especially at the end when I, he yeah. when he gets his new logo but he goes he's uh they we get to Vic Stone in Star Labs where they got the mother box because um they're like uh they're telling um the father uh Vic's father like oh your son's here. And he, he's like like
1: he knows, just, he knows he know what he did.
0: He's like, just let him in. And um he doesn't even really let him talk. Vic is trying to sit here and say, like, Dad, you know, I'm really doing well. I'm doing really well. People need me, scholarships and all of other kind of stuff. Um, and he's like, Listen, bro, I am here studying metahumans, like superhumans. Why would you ever think like any of the stuff that you could do, a regular person, even at the peak of humanity, is gonna impress me. Like or not impress me that that it matters yeah. in the whole scope of things. Um, it's one of those things where he's not wrong, but he's still a jerk, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Still um, gotta be a dad, and you can see how much succeeding mi- means to Victor about, you know, doing well in football and having these um, scouts come look for him. And he's being respectful by saying, you know, I want my dad around, I need my dad around, sign me up and stuff. But um, he calls what he does obsolete, which is kind of hurtful after being so good at what, getting so good at that, to have, um, you know, your father, somebody you look up to, somebody you love, say that it's obsolete, saying that it's a joke. um, And... um, when Vic says you're you're really never gonna come to any of my games, he says no. He
1: says no, yeah. And they have I that beautiful like, drawing of them so, yeah, far, so far apart, part, yeah.
0: Right, just showing the real emotional distance between the two. Um, the rest of the team: uh, Batman, Superman, Flash, and Green Lantern are regrouping in a uh, abandoned printing press. Um, and it's one of my favorite parts in here is that Flash is like, I think I can go check it for fingerprints and stuff like that. And Batman's like, you sound like a cop. And um, Green Lancer goes, Barry, you're letting him know about your secret identity. <laughs> he goes, well, now, now that you know, and you just call me Barry, genius. I thought that was really good. But their mother box starts pinging. The mother box in a star lab starts pinging. And then a boom tube happens. The Mother box is let off an explosion, a boom tube happens and the residual radiation that comes through with the boom tube, wh- what would you say? Barbecues, Vic
1: <laughs>
0: Look at, I mean, this, 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 yeah, it's, this it's, image yeah. of him being ripped apart, um, you know, and just after this heartbreaking conversation of like, all I want you to do is come to my game, dad. Um, you get a cool... Little confidential backstory. Did you get into that? With Amanda Waller and Steve Trevor? A little bit. Yeah, it's kind of long. But it gets into a little bit of, you know, how Steve Trevor found Paradise Island. Because in the next issue, you're jumping into Wonder Woman. And Wonder Woman is also somebody who is, just like Superman in this, really just ready to throw down.
1: Throw hands. I I feel like she wants to throw hands all the time. After reading this one,
0: yes, D- did you get that from the movie though? I didn't get that from like either of the portrayals in the movies.
1: Um, no. Um, doesn't say that's a bad thing though. I was just captivated by the beauty.
0: <laughs> that's all that
1: was. <laughs> so is she could have been, uh, she could
0: have been ready, but I was just captivated. Um. Issue 3 opens up with everyone still hating on everybody. They're hating on Wonder Woman in this instance. Everyone knows about her. They hate her for believing in Zeus and all this other kind of stuff. And um, they are terrified because she is simply walking around with, um, her gear her, on. <laughs> with her gear on. But that's straight out of the movie, right? Where she's yeah. walking on her sword and that's all bugged out. But uh, Steve Trevor seems to have lost. Steve Trevor has lost uh, control and has lost Diana in general. Um, can't find her. She, she just walked out. And when he says, "Like, why didn't you stop her?" They basically make it clear that she can't be stopped. <laughs> so, um, right there in just dialogue, first page, no introduction to one woman yet. You get a lot, right? She that she's causing property damage. That she believes in Zeus. That she has this sword. And she's clearly the...
1: not from around here.
0: Right, exactly. And then the very first page that you see her on. Has anyone seen a heartbeat? She's there with this long-ass sword. Um, and uh, you see the uh, crowd is scared to death. And she's walking. Those boots are made for walking. She's just walking the streets. Um, something no one's ever seen before. An Amazonian just walking the streets of uh, Earth. And then you get the famous ice cream scene where she tries ice cream for the first time. Uh, how'd you like revisiting that from the movie?
1: Uh, that was good. And that was on point because she was blown away and <laughs> buy the ice cream. <laughs>
0: uh, I like that she asks for one and the guy's like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. As long as you don't, like, stab me and take <laughs> off my arm or anything. Uh, that was really, really cool. And um, even with, like, Steve Trevor, you should see this. You should try this ice cream thing. And um, she lets out that, like, she's been, like, babied her whole life yeah. and kind of, like, coddled. And she's tired of laying low. Yeah, so, but the thing is, it's not, like, I want to like party. She just wants to fight. Like now that I'm now that I'm not coddled, I just want to fight. So she uh, mentions that, and all of a sudden, you know, you hear these pings, and these mother boxes are able to create these boom tubes. These boom tubes um, are—I saw a a good comparison. They're DC's Bifrost, Mm. leading to the dimension of Apocalypse, Mm -hmm. or um, uh, New Genesis. Apocalypse of New Genesis. And you could use boom tubes to go short distances, like uh, you'll see later on. But these boom tubes are blowing up. And you see boom tubes in the movie. That's how Steppenwolf is able to get around. He uses the Mother Box technology. So I think that's all pretty cool um, that they're introducing it here. And like I said, everything is coming so quick, so you're just paying attention. You're just seeing boom. Every time everybody shows up, you're seeing booms, you seeing pings. Those things are showing up, and those Party are things fans. that... To, at that when Parademons show up, you know that um, one thing leads to another. But they show up, and Wonder Woman smiles from ear to ear.
1: <laughs> and
0: And um, everybody, when they get back to uh, Star Labs, people are just getting picked up. Uh, all the scientists are getting picked up. The explosion has torn apart the labs. Um, and Vic is... I mean, being held by his father, Silas, and he's just, like still on fire. Yeah, and from, they're like, "Leave him, Vic. He's uh-huh. gone." He's like, "I won't. La- I won't lose him." And he's like, "I refuse to watch him die. I already saw his mother die." Um, parademons are, like I said, in by Star Labs in Detroit. They're in Metropolis, just carrying people away. Uh, they're noticing that they're, that that they're, all they're doing is carrying people away, and. The semi justice league, you know, Superman, Flash, Green Lantern, and Batman are out there taking out uh as many parademons as they can. But Superman is literally taking out like hordes <laughs> by himself. He he bundles up a bunch, hits him with a bunch of cars, and he's into it. He's like, Yeah, smile for me. He's like doing all this uh doing all this uh cocky Superman stuff. But Cyborg we get we go back to Cyborg because like again he's on fire, and we brought we're brought to the Red Room, and we're told the Red Room has all kinds of secret alien technology. It's a secret like lab where they've been testing all kinds of alien technology that they're probably not supposed to. Um, and he promises not to leave Vic, uh, and they're about to do some crazy experimental stuff off of it, um, with Vic. But how did you like that? It's about Vic's Origin being broke up because we get no almost none of the origin in the film, right? Mm-hmm. He's already cyborg. We so none of this that we're speaking of so far uh, has happened. We get that small bit in BVS, right, where you see kind of like his head, and the dad has some other box technology and moves it over to him, and he starts to yell, and his cyborg body kind of starts to form. Mm-hmm. That's in the Lex Luger files when they yeah. send the right. Um, but with this, with this new layer and watching his father, you know, so desperate. His father says it in the film, like, you know, you were going to die. I did this to save you. But, like, this is, like, we see graphically, like, legit he was going to go, that he's covered in fire. It, I think it adds uh, another tragic layer to this, um, this superhero origin that we're seeing. And not only are we seeing it, it's playing out through this Justice League title, through the newest member. Uh, um, while everyone's a new member, because everyone just joined, right? He's the newest member in the sense that he was in, in the original seven. So he gets his origin. His
1: origin in the same time. And
0: sprinkled yeah. while the entire team c- comes together. And he eventually joins that team. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but th- I think that doing it that way, would that make it eventually a Cyborg movie? like if he did it that way in the movie, in the comics. I feel like the two people who get the most burn in this are Cyborg and Green Lantern. Green Lantern. And Green Lantern takes an effective turn because in the beginning, he doesn't want to be a team at all. And, you know, and at the end, he kind of jokes wrong that he doesn't want to, but mm-hmm. he, he kind of, you know, figures out, you know, believing in yourself and all that kind of stuff. So without Green Lantern, it becomes a... Because they don't have Green Lantern, it would then be, become a Cyborg movie. And there's part of that, because Cyborg is very instrumental in the movie in the ending when he has to pull yeah, the motherfuckers. Yeah, when he has to stuff. pull the mother boxes yeah. up. Yeah. But... Um, but I think they cut a lot of cyborg out, a lot of this origin out. Hell yeah. And <laughs> and uh i mean i think that's where you lose some of it. Green Lantern and the cutting up of cyborg I think is is what ended up being the death nail. But neither here nor there. Because as they're trying to take out as many parademons as possible, you know they hear creatures of evil and Wonder Woman shows up and she is doing her Wonder Woman thing and she's killing she's killing them. And there's a little bit of flirtation between her and Superman. They eventually date to some uh you know delight and to some uh dismay. Again, more graphic shots of Vic and you know, we gotta save him. We gotta use the technology, it has to work. Uh they use Prometheum, a Prometheum skin graft, and Prometheum is a metal like all those metals, like batmantium and all those yeah. weird DC metals, so um, all kinds of weird, futuristic and uh, mystical qualities to it, uh, like adamantium and all those vibranium, um, and they it, it that plus the like I guess the radiation for the mother box technology and everything that's going on, um, they he like gets plugged in like the the nanites that they injected him with just starts to work and he just starts to like speak in 00101 and uh, he basically is plugged in and he's having like this overlord of senses and has a vision of apocalypse and dark side and just you know hellfire and and all that kind of stuff and looks like he's going to faint and a boom tube opens up in the ocean and, and then all of a sudden a humongous parademon like Mountain shows up, <laughs> and Aquaman shows up. We get our first showing of Aquaman. Now, nothing like Jason Momoa,
1: mm-hmm. but Momoish. Going
0: going as far as you can to make him cool, right? Mm-hmm. They establish um, that his outfit is all armor, so it's not like he just went and was like, "This is the look I want." Like <laughs> it's all traditional Atlantean armor. How do you feel about the bling? I like the bling. You like the bling?
1: He's suffered. dude. Yeah. You know?
0: Um, has the it on a chain. But still as tough and as gruff as they're trying to make him. Because, again, first introduction, right? So. And King of Atlantis. He comes in and he's like, well, who's in charge? I vote me. <laughs> Just like that. So you already see that he's a take charge guy. Um, this Aquaman He's making his debut, so it's a big deal. And that's a pretty cool line to have him on. The next issue is funny because the cover, the cover of it is him standing over Green Lantern. It just reminds me of how many comic book issues are so... Like, they just lie. The <laughs> yeah. covers. The covers sometimes have absolutely nothing to do with what actually goes on inside. It's just a visual representation of something. But that doesn't even describe what happens because at no point is he standing over how it's right. But you see this graphic... Thing I, of I guess of the nanites and the the technology and the promethium and all that stuff, uh, and his skin, the burnt skin and the radiation, all fusing and melding and uh, it's disgusting Ow. and um, Shh. it starts to do the whole like you know Upgrade. initiated you know uh, uh, upgrading and assimilating, reconfigurating off uh, and the parademons show up boom tube and boom we get the white right noise cannon, O.G cyborg technique, uh and comes out right out of his hand. We get something similar in the film. He uses it against Superman and in a similar fashion where it just kinda happens where it's a defense mechanism. Um and in a lot of ways the machine does have that autopilot kind of technology. And Mm -hmm. the father says at one point, right, like don't fight the uh, You know how to
1: use it yet, so
0: (laughs) Yeah but like the dad wrote the ai or something right because that's like yeah, cause do don't it. fight the 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 programming or whatever it will do it for you so you get the hang of it but after after his hand turns into a literal gun he's like oh my god my hand my face <laughs> you you know dad what did you do to me how could you do this and again walks away from his dad uh we get the we get everyone chilling up with aquaman and everyone's giving him gruff about being the guy you know oh are you real i thought you were just a sketch um Aquaman's like, Well, I'm here because I saw those things in the ocean. Um, but we need to figure out who's gonna be leader. They joke around a little bit about that. But Hal again is getting at Aquaman, right?
1: Shut up, Hal.
0: He's get he gets at just everybody. For this one. Just be quiet. Getting at Aquaman, uh calling him Aqua Fresh yep. and all kinds of stuff. I'm just
1: shaking my head. Somebody's gonna punch this man in the face.
0: And he's like, uh, we don't need he's like, um Is this when he t- I think uh know, he um, gives Batman some crap about, like, well, if if all he could do is talk to Fish, then we don't need him because we already got a guy that doesn't <laughs> do anything on this team. And uh, he's, you know, giving him crap. And he's like, so what can you do? Like, we got everybody here. We got a guy who can fly, fastest man alive, all the other kind of stuff. All the stuff I could do with my ring. What can you do? And then you see bunch the parademons coming at them, yelling for dark side. And in a cool shot, how you, how you feel about this right here? This image. Mean, what what what's the word you can use to describe this image right here?
1: In all this Atlantean
0: glory, you heard? You sh- sharks! I don't know how fast all these sharks At- got here, right?
1: Atlantean muscle. I don't you know how to, fast all these had sharks get. You had here to flex right? on Green Lantern real quick.
0: You you think the entire time that they, 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 he was giving Green Lantern was giving him stuff, he was like. <laughs>
1: you get closer, <laughs> yeah, because get closer these sharks. guys couldn't have been all here you know what I'm we gotta show off right now we gotta
0: flex, but they tear these things apart, so yes as close as, as long as he's close by water, we got this, we are here, uh and he's um taking them out, and they what well, the they're dealing with par- while they're dealing with parademons while they're trying to save the world. The military shows up. Steve Trevor shows up, and they start trying to gun down the Justice League. And they're like, even if she could withstand the but it's like just try to hail them with a bunch of gunfire. Meanwhile, Vic ran away from Star Labs, and um, he's getting visions of what's going on over there because he's connected uh, to Apocalypse. So he's getting visions of Apocalypse and and the technology, and they he's realizing that um, what all this stuff is meant to do is. Um, the parademons are kidnapping people and using technology to turn them into parademons, like this mindless uh, army for Darkseid, uh, repurposing organic material is what they call it. So he's having all these visions and that's how he gets to know what Darkseid's eventual plan is, or a lot of talk about Darkseid for Darkseid. Um, Darkseid. And another boom tube sequence, or cyborg boom tubes away. Superman, uh, is like these guys are shooting at us. We need to shut them down. And fast like shut them down. What the heck are you <laughs> talking it's like? What do you think is this is? And he says, Superman says, you seem like someone who wants to do the right thing, but uh, the same can't always be said for everyone in positions of authority. And I thought
1: that was kind of like, yeah, that was kind of weird. Cool. Yeah. It was I mean, weird, cool to say. I guess yeah. kind of get it was got cool. Where came from. It was
0: cool for Superman to say, you seem like someone who wants to do the right thing, or well, not cool, or what was weird was that Superman didn't also want to do the right thing. <laughs> right? Like, he doesn't say that. He doesn't put his hand on his shoulder and say that and nod. He puts his hand on his shoulder and says that and flies like, that and real people gotta do what? what. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool that you want to be good, but real people gotta handle the business. And so, uh, <laughs> Superman tries to take out some of these helicopters and it looks like Flash is stopping him. And in a scene right out of the movie, you see um, Green Lantern randomly say uh, you know, one of them was like, we need a plan to get all those men out of the helicopters. <laughs> I guess before Superman murders everyone. <laughs> and uh, Green Lantern says, I'll, you know, I'll get them out of the choppers and to safety. Not to be a good guy like the Flash, but because I want to impress you. Most of what <laughs> I do is trying to, it's about trying to impress people. <laughs> and the time when I was reading it, I'm like, why is it yellow? Yeah, why is it yellow? Beautiful little hint, yeah, right? That was cool. Um, you find out that he was a t- uh, had the last of truth in his hand. Which was very, very funny. And something very similar happens with Aquaman. And Aquaman in the when
1: they're sitting on the bat on the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: which is pretty cool that they kept that because that was a pretty cool joke. Um, and how is it, a lot of the comic relief in this, which, again, explains why they had to kind of make Barry Hal-ish. Which is weird because Hal is not even Hal-ish in this. So it's like, uh, I don't know. But, um... Everybody wants to punch out on the cyborg. Face. Randomly, booms to to exactly where the Justice League yeah. is, <laughs> and uh, Green Lantern <laughs> grabs him up. He's like, "I'm gonna kill him! I got one! I got one!" <laughs> and they're, like, they're like, "No, no! He seems to be a regular person," and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's just somebody wearing armor." And they're like, "No, it's not armor. It's him." And uh, just like in um, um, Infinity Gauntlet and Infinity War, uh, Victor starts randomly saying, "Like, no, you know, um, they go world to world." He's coming right here. And um, they're like, who? who are you talking about? And boom, literally boom, Darkseid appears for the first time in the New 52. I am Darkseid. And he's here. In all his glory, the big bad. And they literally say, the uh, house says, I'm guessing that's the bad guy. And in one like swoop, he's able to knock down the entire Justice League. And that's what the, that's what ends issue four. Which then brings me to this. Uh why, why did they not have Darkseid?
1: And when we found out he was supposed to be in it, that like, just kind of pissed me off.
0: Is darkness? Is Darkseid not important to the?
1: Very important.
0: I feel like Darkseid was very important. It wasn't
1: to the important to them, apparently. I, he was important enough to Snyder.
0: But Steppenwolf. Well, they were going to show Darkseid, but he was never going to have the fight with the Justice League, right? Do you think? I mean, that would have definitely set DC apart, right? Because we waited forever to see Thanos and Mm -hmm. the Avengers go at it. Uh, So it would be cool to have a a villain with a grudge, a villain who fought the Justice League, lost, and then came back for his vengeance. But we don't get that. But everyone's knocked down. Flash is the first one up, I guess, maybe because of his super recovery thingy, stuff like that. And um, we got Darkseid just using Omega Beams to take out a bunch of planes and he shoots the omega beams at Superman and the Flash and what's cool is Flash starts to like mo- help Superman run out of the way of the omega beams but we find out both the reader and you know um Flash and Superman that the omega beams follow you yeah. again a quick education about Darkseid uh you know you know he's from a distant place you know he has this army of parademons you now know he has these thing called omega beams and that they um they track you they track and they follow you. Until they hit um, you,
1: actually. And
0: Yeah, and Barry figures out that, that it has to be that way. And he's trying to think about something. And he phases through a parademon. And it hits a parademon and explodes. Genius. Genius stuff. Meanwhile, Barry in the movie can't be bothered to touch <laughs> parademons without going ill. Uh, we... Superman yeah, gets hit. Yes, that's what happens. Superman gets hit. Because he phases through, it kills the parademon. Superman gets hit. They carry Superman away like uh groceries. Um <laughs> and it's like, yo, they took Superman and Darkseid is there, um, ready to answer to this because everyone they're taking, they're taking to this that, that tower that popped up. The tower of the Aquaman jumped off of. And so that's where this becoming the, the Parademon factory, but that's not where Darkseid is. Darkseid just showed up here in front of everybody. Um, and the first person to want to take him out is Green Lantern. Green Lantern's got this, right? Green, Green Lanterns, Lantern's, Lantern's always got, got this. this. So he goes and tries to attack him. And again, with the, I guess, out of the lack of concentration or what, but the constructs are just weak. And um, he is in over his head, but he's not giving up. I guess that's part of that willpower, right? And he's saying that's not all he got and, like you see that image of him like almost punching the construct mm-hmm. off of him, like what is that? Him busting the shield or something. Um, and then he breaks Hal's arm. I didn't and
1: feel bad for that at all.
0: You didn't? Nope. Why not? At that point nope. you you still were annoyed <laughs> by him?
1: Grant Man been talking junk. Why? Talking did... hot junk throughout this whole thing. mm mm-hmm.
0: At that point, I thought at least some of the members of the league would try. Broke his hand. But they're like, nah, he said he got it. That nah, he said he got it. You just
1: broke your hand yourself.
0: Nah, he said he got it. That's all they kept saying. Um, but no, the arm is broken. Hal? And Dark Knight walks away. And Hal's ready to go back at it again. Uh, and he's like, I can handle this. I don't need anyone. I don't need any of you. Get out of my way. Yeah, man, it stops it. And he's like, your arm is broken, you idiot. And he <laughs> <laughs> makes a construct out of... Uh, I mean, he makes a cast out of a construct using the Green Lantern um, ring. Excuse me. And he says, "You're gonna die," and he goes, "Then I die." How did you feel about that? I was like, "How? You better chill, man." In that man. moment, because you think you about need it. To relax. this is your introduction to everybody.
1: I said, "You know what? Whatever. He dies. He dies." He's kind of in a Go little ahead, little, ahead, Al. Do you think? Go ahead.
0: He's a space cop. You had to have seen stuff kind of like this before.
1: Eventually what I is hope. your
0: frustration here? Where is your anger coming from? Is that coming from just the situation with Darkseid? Is it
1: Nah? It's just it's just being a, they say, too hard says, to be to be a cool guy. What he said, well,
0: he said exactly. What are you trying to prove? Don't act like you know me. Who are you trying to live up to? And I mean that. Who we know the answer to? That's mm-hmm. his dad, who we know uh, died in a plane accident. So maybe it's the thing about courage. Maybe him. Maybe it's that he's in all over his own head. So he's just acting out of anger. He's confused. He feels like he doesn't know enough or he should know enough. And he this is the first time since he's been a Green Lantern that the ring is not giving him any information that he needs to help defeat this thing. And now he's in over his own head. And of all people, to be pep talk city, and this guy becomes pep talk city throughout this. is Batman. And Batman says, you know, we're alongside an alien, an Amazon, a human lightning bolt, a cyborg, and an aquaman. As far as you and I can you as far as I can tell, you and I are the only ones here. And he goes wearing a bat suit is normal. He goes, no, it's insane. And then he takes it off and says, "I'm Bruce Wayne." That why? Hell
1: is Bruce me. Wayne.
0: He says, "I think he should have known who Bruce Wayne is." I thought so too. Might not have been able to recognize him because I don't know every rich person, but I think if they said their name. I think I might know it. Um, again, beautiful, heartwarming moment that does not happen in the
1: movie at all. I mean, they don't take—they don't even take Superman in the movies, though.
0: Superman already Superman knows. Superman already knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Mm-hmm. Does Superman know Bruce Wayne is Batman?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say he does.
0: Wait a minute. I can't remember. Somebody tell me. Uh, yeah, get to us. Let me know if, if Superman knows Bruce Wayne is Batman. Because I'm trying to think. Why? Why would? I think the only times they've seen each other is in thing. But he also has X-ray vision, yeah, so he exactly. probably saw those the awesome suit. Man, that's a yeah, yeah because um he tells flash outright or well, he didn't tell flash outright he reveals himself when he grabs the batarang or mm-hmm. so throws, he's gonna, throws he, the he, batarang. he
1: doesn't know he'll know eventually i guess
0: when he throws <laughs> the bat, yeah when flash when he, when um he throws the batarang at flash so flash knows wonder woman already knew or figured out some sort of weird way um and then superman kind of knew they introduced themselves to cyborg but this was like a real heart to heart you know thing i never thought he would do that though like out yeah, in the open was, you don't never was know cool. who's walking was around cool. there but it, it was pretty cool um dad man and he and then you get bruce wayne's origin you know i had my parents murdered spent my life trying to fight criminals like the ones who took their lives um but this isn't about me um I'm, um this is bigger than me and this is bigger than you and you have to be bigger than this and you're the man and uh <laughs> i'm gonna go be batman and they're like where the hell are you going he's like well uh, I don't know, keep him busy. He's like, Where are you going? He's like, I'm gonna go get Superman and then he just raises his arms. Um, and check this out. Check, you wanna check this attention to detail out. He takes off his cow, but he also takes off his cape and his bat symbol.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. And then raises so I guess he was like, Well, if anyone sees me in the sky, they won't know I'm Batman. <laughs> and over there, they won't know I'm Batman. But but he gets um carried away. By um, by the Parademons. Yes, by the Parademons. So now it's Hal's job to rustle up the rest of the team because Batman just gave him the pep talk of a lifetime, and he he he, he. the boss, Howl. They try to explain it, um, and Cyborg is getting a little bit more of a hang of his stuff. So they're he's like trying to use a football analogy. Wonder Woman's not understanding it. But they get to the point of like, well, we don't know much about this dark side guy, but we do know that he uses these laser eye beams. Um, And so then one Woman was like, well, then we blind him. (laughs) Uh, It's settled. And they're like, well, yeah, I guess we can try to find a way to lure him and and get his attention. And uh, Green Lantern kind of gives him a little bit of a pep talk. And then there's this cool panel where they say, we got this. And it's Green Lantern. He has them all like I guess he's helping them all fly to where they're gonna about, about to go handle um dark side and what's cool is that you don't have Superman and Batman who are the OGs along I mean everyone's the OGs but I'm right, saying right, like, right. those two I think have such easy character development because we know so much about them we need to we need to get more interaction between who's left over and uh, see how these guys fit into the mold and how heroic they are and the des- decisions they make and the judgment that they got. Whew. But uh, Barry makes fun of him. He's like, we got this. this. Is your big battle cry. And Barry's like, what's wrong with you? You seem like all heroic and stuff now. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Um, but Batman gets to that tower and a boom tube opens up and he's able to see Apocalypse. And that's how the fifth issue ends. And it's a little weird because later on. You find out that if you're on Apocalypse and you're not from Apocalypse, like, you get poisoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman got, like, Batman has to wear, like, some kind of weird suit to walk around in it. And Superman, I believe, had some poison from the fires of Apocalypse, the radiation or some shit. And that's one of the reasons why he got, like, really sick or whatever. But um in here, he just, the portal opens and he just, he's just he's there.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Issue six is the third act, right? Right. And this is the first. This is the only time you introduce innocent bystanders. You have innocent bystanders in the comic. I mean, in the movie, right? The Russian family, who um, is attacked by the parademons. Uh, you follow them around in the in the film, in the uh, live action film. But in here, you see a, a family running away from the parademons who are attacking a city, and you hear them say, "I thought a the, the, the narrator say, I, I thought there were there was going to be no tomorrow. I thought my family and I were going to die." Then I saw them, and I saw tomorrow, <laughs> oh. and it's basically the Justice League all attacking Darkseid for in various directions, um, using everything they can—the super speed, the super strength, Lasso Aquaman, the, neck. the Lasso of Truth, um, the uh, the Trident—and um, they say, "Why are you here?" And he says, "For her." And they say, "Her who?" At first, I thought he was talking about Wonder Woman, but it turns out he's talking about his
1: daughter. His daughter
0: yeah he's on he's on this earth looking for his daughter um so that that's a whole other family story for a whole other time but he's taking these guys out left and right um and cyborg is starting to realize that there's a connection between the boxes, the boom tubes dark side um and because he's part of some of that same technology, he can kind of see and use them to to see into things and he can see Batman on Apocalypse, and Apoc- Batman's overseeing long-time um, members of Darkseid's army. The Sad, who is a uh, legendary torturer, and um, Steppenwolf, who was in the film. Mm-hmm. They are basically trying to use Superman's body. Superman being the prime soldier, right, the super soldier in right. in many ways. Uh, indestructible, fly, uh, freeze breath, the whole nine, laser eye vision. And so you you have these guys they they're kind of frustrating cuz they don't know what to do with him because they can't use his body cuz they can't break into his body cuz he's kryptonian and he's being tortured and you have these sick images of of superman being tortured but overall wonder woman is still there and just like this i mean a lot of this reminded me of the fight with doomsday mm-hmm. right with a lot of this, come on, you know, and, and her getting knocked yeah, on down aside and coming and back smiling. up to go
1: and back up to fight him. Yeah, hell yeah.
0: How did you, it does kind of wrap up quick, right, though? Do you think that the fight lasts long enough? Because the Woman leaps into the air and, boom, stabs him in the stabs eye.
1: Stabs him in the eye. I mean, like on the first try. I mean, Amazon, person, you know, I mean, she was kind of plotting hard on that, you know, so. And they, they were,
0: there was a lot of people to distract them. I'm not gonna be too critical because I really did have fun with this uh this story. And you're really like I said, um, it reminded me of the Doomsday fight because everyone's taking turns, they're trying to run around and trying to and they do a little bit of that to Steppenwolf um in the film. But right after that, Aquaman stabs him in the other eye with a trident, which those images are pretty for, for, yeah, a, comic book, for a comic book are pretty, account, yeah. you know, extreme. Sh- but it, it ends up becoming, well, we don't know if he's dead or not. And he's still walking around. He has a trident mm-hmm. sword in his eyes, in both eyes, the weight of which I don't know what the hell the pain that could be causing. And it ends up becoming a case of, we don't know if we can kill him. Well, send him let's back. Let's send him back. Well, how can we send him back? Well, Vic, you said those things were connected. We have to connect to them somehow. And, um, you know, they're booming around. And one even booms, you know, um, while Vic is trying to tap into them, one booms where Superman batman decide and steppenwolf are they knock over those two and batman's able to rescue superman and say we need a superman he, he uh talks him through it and superman just basically says all the horrible things that he he saw and they say you know we need a superman and one of the boom tubes is open and superman's able to fly through the boom tube into dark side how do you feel about that that uh image there of Superman had things. I thought that business. was cool
1: because it was basically hearing the team through the boom tube. Yeah. The superhero. Um. So if that was the case, and him coming to and realizing his boys needed him, you know.
0: Yeah, he got there on the double and was able to <laughs> knock Darkseid out, and they're basically in this this tug of war, and everyone's trying to push him through the boom tube, uh, but they needed to close it, and Cyborg feels like he can't. It's just hard. Uh, and um, they're swearing. Um, Darkseid's swearing to take Superman back with him because he wants him as mm-hmm. a soldier. Really believes that he's his ultimate uh, his ultimate warrior, no pun intended. But Bruce again, right? Another...
1: Pep talk. Pep talk. Cyborg.
0: My computer isn't responding. It's not the computer. It's you. You're only shot. You're the you can iOS. You still in control. <laughs> and Vic basically starts booming... Everything booms all crazy. You find out he fried every mother box, sent Darkseid back, sent all the Parademons back. All the boom tubes are, 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 I mean, all the mother boxes that were all over the country are taken care of. Um, And a bunch of people start to crowd around and they're like, oh my God, they're here. They hate us. What's going on? Turns <laughs> out, no, that's not the case. People finally love the heroes. Yeah. So much so that they're honored the white house at the senate building they honored in washington dc and um green lantern still giving crap to aquaman but the team seems to be together and they they have they have realistic doubts right like mm-hmm. they say like i have a whole universe i have to protect and you know yeah, i I'm have things i gotta thing. do, I got yeah, things I gotta do and got stuff like that things going on too, man. and um it's true but when something like this comes about, that's when yeah. you need it. When you and need they
1: ended up coming together, together anyway. So. Yeah, because the president
0: ends up getting a phone call. <laughs> and uh, boom, they have to unite and Flash is like, you can call us the Super 7. Yeah. And eventually they end up getting called the Justice League um, because of somebody. Who, the guy wrote about his experience. The guy whose family was saved mm-hmm. wrote about his experience, called them the Justice League, I think, and wrote a book about it. And it became tremendous and that's the end of Justice League Volume One, mm. but I um I really dug it. I really dug how the world embraced them at the end. I, Almost like how the Avengers. I, I really, Avengers. I really
1: dug it too. But it pisses me off a little bit of um Justice League movie. So. The film. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I liked a lot of the back and forth, a lot of the interplay. So bring on the
1: Snyder Cut. <laughs> uh, the
0: Snyder Cut seems to be. Out there, you know, out there waiting, but um, this team jelled. Everyone had its moments. Um, everyone got what they needed to get off. Superman was scary at times, and uh, him and Wonder Woman seemed unstoppable a lot of the times, right? Like when if they, 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 they really didn't take no damage, and Superman took a bunch of uh torture.
1: And he got yeah, I was about to say, and he got kidnapped.
0: Yeah, he got kidnapped. He got tortured, and so you you get to see how much damage that those guys got to withstand and they really got to take it to dark side, but it was the first introduction to the justice league. And I think they did a really good job. They ended up shaking up the roster up a little bit when they, uh, introduced, um, the two green lanterns and, uh, you know, things change here and there. And like I said, this was an original change because they chose cyborg instead of Martian Manhunter. Mm -hmm. And because of that boom tube technology, cyborg is able to boom them anywhere, anywhere. Uh, and you, I wonder if they're going to so, start using that. Unless you start
1: boom tubing, John. John Jones.
0: I wonder if they're going to use that in the uh, next films. The boom tube technology. Boom tube, bitch. If hey, people going to be booming. Metro booming. But... Yeah, I mean, it, it. it's right there on the page. I felt like it was the easiest thing to adapt. And we saw an animated version of it, so we know it could be adaptable. Like I said, again, Justice League War, if you don't want to read Justice League Volume 1 of the New 52. It's, it's basically the, sto- the same story put up. And it was overseen by Jim Lee, who uh, helped join this. And then Jeff Johns oversees everything, uh, and he helped write this. But you can see um, that he really wanted to get certain characters Give certain characters time to shine, and Green Lantern was definitely one of them, which I don't mind because Green Lantern is a person that, um, at the time, I didn't really know much about. And if you're gonna introduce the Justice League, you know, that. do your due ju- do your due diligence.
1: Do your justice.
0: Um. I hope they bring a Green Lantern in. They need they need to fix this, and yeah. uh, I'm I'm happy to see him used so well here. It, you know, it reminds it reminded me of when I first read it. Um, and how well they did here establishing things. Um, But it doesn't matter anyway, because Dr. Manhattan messed up everything, and all the timelines are uh, askew.
1: And he's blue. Who that rhymed. Oh, yeah. You are rhyming. You're
0: rhyming. And you already know what to do. Look at that. I'm rhyming, rhyming too. I'm rhyming, too. Uh, You can go ahead and pick up this Volume 1 of Justice League, of the New 52, wherever comic books are found. But if you like this review, and want to listen to a bunch of other reviews, whether it be uh comic books, movies, uh episodes of television shows, any bits of comic book media, and you like the major issues podcast, you can find us wherever podcasts are found, like Podbean Stitcher, Podcast Attic, uh the iTunes Podcast app. I think iTunes in general. And if you're on iTunes, you have one of those i devices, do me a favor, do us a favor at the comic book click and leave a review let us know how we're doing here it's the quickest way we can get feedback and improve our podcasting abilities we're trying to sharpen our powers just like Cyborg so um please 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 just uh leave us a review let us know how we're doing um five stars right oh, that's not too much to ask no give us what you think we deserve but um that's the again quickest way you could leave feedback but you could always go to Facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at book click, or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about all the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. And you can talk to us there. And you can also go to Twitter at major issues CBC. We're on Twitter. Uh, give us a little bit of the back and forth. Let us know how you feel about Justice League in general and how they could fix it going forward because they're going to have to do something. It's not, um, cut. It's it not, not, cut. It's not completely in the, in the dumps, but. I I wanted to do reviews on DC books right now because Marvel's killing it in movies so mm-hmm. much that I want people to understand that there's so much in DC's lore uh and so much good will that they've done building these stories from the beginning. Uh a lot of what Good it comes out of the new 52. Starts in issues like this, in volumes like this, and I want to go back to that and restore the faith people have in the DC universe and their characters because yeah. the stories are interesting. And with more stories like this, we can get DC back to where it needs to. It don't have to be a Marvel vs. DC thing. I ain't nothing but, but a G thing. You know what, you know what Marvel doesn't have? It's a CBC thing.
1: I uh, like that. You know what Marvel doesn't have that DC does? What?
0: Snyder cut. Right, and with Flashpoint, who knows? Snyder cut. Who knows what what they could do. And who knows what what could happen. But I know what's going to happen here. We're going to be back here next week for the Luke Cage Season 2 review. There's going to be a lot of binge watching this weekend. It's going to be incredible. But I'm excited uh, to tune into that. And it has been a great time. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don.
1: I am your Claudius
0: Maximus. And this has been the Justice League origins of the New 52 full review and whether you are a human lightning bolt a half human half robot some sort of guy in a bat costume an Amazonian an Atlantean or a Kryptonian alien or just a jerk with a green ring we are the click and you yes you I would I would